BMW. The 77%. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of the 77% Show, a platform that gives you the opportunity to be part of the conversation shaping Africa. I am your host, Omar Wali in Banjul, the Gambia. Thanks for joining us. In South Africa, the decision to allow women to have an abortion has saved many lives. Some women have good reasons on wanting to do an abortion, but I still think there must be rules around it. In the Gambia, women say they want to have more say on having an abortion. I did have an abortion. I had an abortion in my past. I was about to attempt another abortion, and then the best thing in my life suddenly happened. Today's show throws spotlight on a rather controversial topic, abortions. You don't want to miss today's debate. Remember, you are free to join the discussion on our Facebook page, DW Africa and share your views. I want to hear from you. Three out of four abortions done in Africa and Latin America were unsafe. That is according to the World Health Organization, WHO. The risk dying from an unsafe abortion was the highest in Africa. To address this worrying trend, South Africa legalized abortion more than 25 years ago. Let's hit the streets of Johannesburg and find out what people think of legal abortions. As a Christian, I believe in the sanctity of human life. Once a life has been created, even by unscrupulous means, that life has a right to life. Who has made us judges to condemn to death that which God has blessed? Women must bring forward tangible reasons why they have to do it. One must not do an abortion just because she fell pregnant and doesn't want the baby. And considering that multiple abortions have effects on one's home, there must be a rule that disallows women to do more than one abortion. And of course, some women have good reasons on wanting to do an abortion, but I still think there must be rules around it. When a woman becomes intimate with her partner, she already knows the purpose of her doing that. She already knows what she wants to achieve. So now, when the results come, why can't she face the consequences? Why can't she stand her ground and be like, I made this bed, now I must lie in it? Why must her choices affect an innocent unborn baby who knows nothing. Here in Banjul, however, the story is very different. It's time for a debate. Abortion remains criminalized in the Gambia except when the health or life of the mother is at risk. Despite the ban on intended pregnancies are terminated in an unsafe conditions and by unqualified persons leading to death. A group of women are now campaigning for the law to be abolished. My guests are Malik Jaju, entrepreneur and social justice activist, Mudi Wangom, a journalist, and Imam Mukhtar Babali, human rights commissioner and a religious leader. Lady and gentlemen, welcome. I will start with you, Malik. Do you support the idea that uh, abortion should be decriminalized in the Gambia? No. 
one is religious and the other is cultural. Being a Muslim, my religion does not support that, and that's one factor. And two, also coming from a culture that promotes and stand for life. What it does also, it encourages people that I can go and do whatever I want. And if I'm pregnant and I don't want to keep the baby, then I can just go and abort. Mudiwa, what is your take? To open up, I did have an abortion. I had an abortion in my past. I was about to attempt another abortion, and then the best thing in my life suddenly happened. Imam Babali, what does Islam say about abortion? Islam does not ban or condemn abortion directly. It depends to the circumstances. If this abortion is based on life-saving, because that life has a right to live, the one you abort, I mean, has the right to live have the right to be born, to exist in our society. So if you abort her without saving life, it means you are committing a crime. It can be even seen at certain level when the pregnancy is beyond three months, it can be seen as killing somebody, Islamically speaking. But if that abortion is to save mother's life, because the mother's life is already existing, are recommended by medical personnel who are specialized in it, Islam accept that. Malik, are you in total opposition to abortion or you want certain category of women to be allowed to abort? Like they said, if you save a life, it's as if you have saved the whole of humanity. But if you take a life, deliberately also, it's as if you have taken the whole of humanity. But to support abortion without any justification medically or by a satisfied medical qualified doctor, I will not support that. Mudiwa, at what age did you terminate your pregnancy and what led you to do so? The first time it happened to me, I think I was 20. I was young, I was stupid. I took advantage of things that were not necessarily have been taken advantage of. The reasons why I got pregnant at the time were because of stupidity, youth and very, very terrible decisions. I had to get rid of it because I wasn't prepared at the time. I mean, I was still maturing. The second time I wanted to attempt it, I was already married. Because you don't get married to someone at the age of 21 and then realize that they have nine children by nine different women. And you're this young. I mean, at the time, honestly, that's where my, that's what happened at the time. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to be a mistress number 10. I want to do better. But interestingly, I got to the doctor's office. The first person that conducted my first um, abortion was the person who led me to the um, second person who was supposed to do it. When I got there and we were getting the ultrasound done and stuff, this guy is such an expert and a godsend. He was like, look at your boy, like in the actual ultrasound thing. He's boxing you. Wow, is he strong already or what? Do you understand, Omar? I just got off the bed, literally, said thank you to him and decided to keep it. You're listening to the 77% coming to you from the Gambia. My name is Omar Wali and with me I have Malik Jaju. He's an entrepreneur and social justice activist. And uh, Mudi Wangom is a journalist. And Imam Baba Lee is a leading imam in the country and a commissioner at the Gambia's National Human Rights Commission. Malik, um, you, like many other Gambians, will be like, there is no justification for abortion. But uh, some will say, because of the law that has been put in place, women will do it clandestinely, and most of them will die in the process. And in some instances as well, uh, abortion is conducted by practitioners who are not qualified and women will live with infections for the rest of their life. Do you think 
it makes sense for the law to be in place because the law is there but still people are practicing abortion. Maybe they need to look at the law because it's a colonial law and probably some adjustment could be done. But also what government, especially the Minister of Health, needs to do is to make more awareness creation for women to know that you know they can access abortion legally and for them to understand what is the process and under, under what circumstances that can be done. It's about time that National Assembly members also look at the law, review it, and also give more opportunities for women to have access to a counseling section before they go on this journey so that they can be counseled for them to understand the situation which they could face or the impact of doing that. So does the abortion have any effect on you? To be very honest with you, not at all. I kind of probably just followed the measures that I was given. I did a lot of online research and stuff. So to be honest, when it comes to complications or anything of the sort, I didn't undergo any of that. But the emotional backlash, if you will, well, it was always there. But then you consider the decree of Allah, know that nothing ever happens besides his will, and you keep it moving. Imam, so what is the way forward now? Because most people think that Islam totally condemns abortion. Can you shed light on this? Well, actually, some of it is out of ignorance of Islam and uh, out of lack of giving life the value it deserves, because life is very important. The other thing is lack of proper counseling. You know, Omar, something that you don't know among my professions also. I'm a licensed counselor, and I was trained, I'm a pastoral care provider. I was trained in John Hopkins University in Washington. I used to go to prisons, to hospitals, to young girls, divorce problems, and counsel them. So counseling itself is a profession of its own, and that's what Gambia is lacking, because we think all imams can be counselors. They don't read it, they don't learn it. They just preach you, but they cannot counsel you. Because when you, can, when you, when you want to counsel somebody, number one, you have to minimize his fear. You have to minimize his sorrow. You have to upgrade him morally for him to realize that he's not the first person who do mistake. It's a human error. And today's difficulties doesn't mean tomorrow will be difficult. And today you feel you are nobody, but tomorrow you are very well somebody because of what you learned yesterday to make good use of what you learned. So Gambia is lacking so many very important professions, but we don't give them I mean, their, what they deserve. So really, we need to sensitize our young girls and our young boys. Sex is a God-given thing to humanity. But it should not be abused. It should not be misused. It should not be done for survival. It should be done as the Almighty Allah prescribe it. Then we will realize the benefit. This kind of conversation must be encouraged, not only on radios or TVs. It should be in our bantabas, in our mosques, in I mean, all our areas.
Let's head on to our Facebook page, DW Africa, and find out what people are saying. Have your say. Willie Ellis says, Gambia should relax its abortion laws. A woman should have a freedom and access to abort. Zina Zoka replied Willie Ili, If your parents had freedom to abort you, then you wouldn't be here saying this. Just stop being selfish. Nancy Lee Carozoda, shouldn't women think about bad control before becoming pregnant? Abortion is killing of a beating heart. Evan Amisa, childbirth is a choice and must remain so. I believe women must have a choice to determine whether or not to keep a pregnancy. We Africans have long held on certain old beliefs which has passed their relevance in today's world. Salu J. Kande, DW Africa, we like the law that way. It helps both men and women to be responsible. The law isn't suppressing us at all. In fact, we are not South Africa. Right now, the topic is hot on our Facebook page, DW Africa. If you want to share your opinion, go to DW Africa. Let's head back to our panel. The 77% join the debate. Yeah. I read a report which says some of the causes of unintended pregnancies are lack of sex education, lack of sex kits like condoms and contraceptives. So, Malik, is it time for government to introduce those things? Yeah, you know, you know, you need to understand one thing. Gambia is a very conservative country. You know, most of our people are very conservative. Okay, I can remember growing up, us, like my generation, we had the opportunity to learn family life education in school, where we were taught so much of this. And I couldn't remember growing up anywhere that I have ever sat down and talked to my parents about sex or sex life or my sexual life. And to tell you the truth is, I've gone all through my high school. I've never, ever brought even a female friend into our compound. You know, up to today, I am very much sorry to, for my mom to see me with another lady. Probably that's the kind of environment that we grew up. But I think it has gotten to a point that, like I always tell people, this is the internet generation. You have a TV on your hand or in your pocket, and that's the mobile phone. So as a parent, I think it's very much important that you start having this kind of conversations with your kids at a very young age. Growing up, tell them what that is. Because I can remember when we were young, our parents would always advise our sisters that, like, let a man not lie on top of you. But you are not telling the lady why and what are the repercussions of that. You understand? So because you, didn't, you are not clearly explicit in what you are explaining, the person might not understand. And our education system also needs to be reviewed because that's where kids will spend almost eight hours of their day every day, Monday to Friday, at the school. So I think it's also important, some of these subjects, they try to look at it, how they can bring it back to school and take kids to be accessed. Because the truth is, you cannot stop people from having sex. Whether they are married couples or unmarried couples, it happens. And these are things that people need to accept, that these are realities. It's happening every day. So are we going to sit down and watch a generation that is supposed to take over the mantle of leadership of this country being destroyed right now? Or are we going to create a way that we can protect them so that tomorrow when they become leaders, they can also grow and mature and learn from their mistakes. Because my belief is somebody who is afraid to make mistakes will never grow. And we can only grow as individuals, 
not making deliberate mistakes, but by accepting the mistakes that we have made in our lives and try to adjust ourselves and learn from it. Modiwa, do you have any regrets getting rid of your unborn child? Do I find myself waking up in the middle of the night being like, hey, oh my God, I'm having so much fun with my son right now. What if it was a girl? What if it was a boy? What would her hair have looked like? What would it feel like to look into her eyes? Do I find myself um, partially just wishing I knew better and made better decisions? Um, if I could turn back the hands of time, I would have had it, by the way. Honestly, if I could go back to that moment, I would have had it and just, you know, juggled it. Hopefully I would have learned more right now. But I do regret it. Imam, tell me, what do you have for the authorities with regards to these laws? So what I will ask uh, my authority as your quick son comes is to be realistic with life. I will end with you, Mudiwa. Yeah, so I'm just going to kind of end with the fact that um, the beauty of life or existence, according to my psyche, if you will, is the fact that we all have consciences regarding the decisions that we make. What message do you have for those young women who might one day attempt to do what you did to abort your pregnancy? It's not in my business what you do, where you do what you do, but sister girl, please use a condom. Worst case scenario, don't get pregnant unless you're ready to start a family. That is all we have for you for this week's 77% So, You can keep the conversation going on on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Do you think abortions will be decriminalized? Let us know. You can also visit our webpage, dw.com slash 77% to listen to this show again, as well as our previous shows. I was joined by Malik Jaju, Mudi Wangom, and Imam Mokhtar Bavali. As we say in Mandinka, Allah Barkabake. Thank you so much. On behalf of the production team in Bonn, Germany, from me, Omar Wali in Banjul, until next time, many thanks for listening. Yeah.